0: The moon is the second brightest object in our sky. At the same time, among other astronomical bodies, it's one of the dimmest and least reflective. Our natural satellite only seems bright because it's so close to Earth. For comparison, our planet looks much brighter when you look at it from space. It's because clouds, ice, and snow reflect way more light than most types of rock. Triton, Neptune's moon, has all its surface covered with several layers of ice. If this satellite replaced our current moon, the night sky would get seven times brighter. The closer the moon is to the horizon, the larger it looks. This phenomenon is called the moon illusion. One of the theories explaining it claims that the atmosphere plays the role of a magnifying glass, which makes the moon look bigger. In reality, if the atmosphere had a say in it, the moon would actually look smaller, not bigger. Most experts believe that the illusion is created by your own mind. It can increase the moon's size more than twice. When Earth's satellite is high up in the sky, you don't have any visual cues about how far away it is. But when it's near the horizon, you can see objects surrounding it in detail. It makes the moon look larger. But it's just one of the many theories explaining the phenomenon. By the way, you can trick yourself out of this illusion if you bend down and look at the moon upside down through your legs. Two or three years ago, an asteroid was pulled into Earth's orbit and started to travel around the planet. Even though it's no larger than an average car, it's still a big deal. Out of more than one million asteroids astronomers know about, it's only the second one to orbit our planet. Called 2020 CD3, It's our temporary mini-moon. It won't be with Earth for long, though. The asteroid is following a random orbit and is slowly drifting away. Temporarily captured objects, such as 2020's CD3, are rare. They need to have specific direction and speed to be caught by Earth's gravitational pull. Otherwise, they either crash into the planet or fly in another direction. A transient lunar phenomenon is one of the most enigmatic things happening on the Moon. It's a short-lived light, color, or some other change on the satellite's surface. Most commonly, it's random flashes of light. Astronomers have been observing this phenomenon since the 1950s. They've noticed that the flashes occur randomly. Sometimes, they can happen several times a week. After that, they disappear for several months. Some of them don't last longer than a couple of minutes, but there have been those that continued for hours. The year was 1969, one day before Apollo 11 landed on the moon. One of the mission participants noticed that one part of the natural satellite was more illuminated than the surrounding landscape. It looked as if that area had a kind of fluorescence to it. Unfortunately, it's still unclear if this phenomenon was connected with the mysterious lunar flashes. There might be more metals, for example, titanium or iron, in lunar craters than astronomers used to think. The main problem with this finding? It contradicts the main theory about how the Moon was formed. That theory says that Earth's natural satellite was spun off from our planet after a collision with a massive space object. But then, it is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. ...have much less iron oxide than the moons. It might mean the moon formed from the material lying much deeper inside our planet. Or these metals could have appeared when the molten lunar surface was slowly cooling down. The moon's gravity is about 17% of that on Earth. If you weighed 200 pounds on our home planet, on the moon, your weight would decrease to a mere 34 pounds. You would also be able to carry stuff six times heavier than what you can carry on Earth. It would be easier to walk on the moon's surface, but it would be more dangerous too. Your feet inside a heavy spacesuit would sink into the lunar soil up to six inches deep But let's imagine you decided to skip the tedious process of walking by leaping through the air. Then, you'd likely lose control of your jumps in no time. Plus, the Moon's surface is littered with deep craters. It would be a tough feat to avoid all of them. Not so long ago, astronomers discovered a massive blob of some mysterious substance. It was hidden under the surface of the Moon's far side. Its mass was the same as that of a pile of metal five times larger than the big island of Hawaii. The enigmatic something lies almost 200 miles beneath an enormous crater that appeared in the lunar surface billions of years ago. The blob likely has something to do with a super collision. It might be the metal core of the object that hit the moon back then. Scientists can't wait to lay their hands on the discovery. It could explain lots of things about the South Pole-Aitken Crater, the largest known in the Solar System. If it was on Earth, its oval-shaped basin would stretch from Washington, D.C. to Texas. There's no air on Earth's natural satellite. But then, how can it be rusting? Scientists have discovered the presence of hematite on the Moon. And it's a kind of rust. A special NASA research instrument examined the light reflected off the Moon's surface. It turned out that the composition of the satellite's poles was very different from the rest of it. The Moon's surface is dotted with iron-rich rocks, but without oxygen and liquid water, rust can't appear. Solar winds add to the mystery. They bombard the Moon with hydrogen, and hydrogen makes it much more difficult for hematite to form. But even though the moon doesn't have an atmosphere, it still has some trace amounts of oxygen. Its source is our planet's upper atmosphere. Earth also protects the moon from almost 100% of solar winds, although not all the time. And even though our natural satellite is bone dry, there might be water ice in the shadowed craters on its far side. The Moon isn't a perfect sphere. It's shaped like an egg. Plus, the satellite's center of mass is a bit more than a mile off its geometric center. The Earth and the Moon are gradually drifting apart, as slowly as your fingernails grow. This is the flip side of our satellite's gravitational force. The Moon creates tides in the Earth's oceans. They pull back at the Moon and make it speed up, this, in turn, moves the satellite to a higher orbit. In prehistoric times, the Moon was way closer to our planet than it is now. Luckily, we aren't going to lose the Moon. The farther away it moves, the weaker its gravitational pull becomes. It means that soon, our planet won't be pushing the Moon away with such a force. There's very little activity going on inside the Moon. Plus there's almost no atmosphere around. That's why scientists can trace impact craters littering the satellite's surface back billions of years. While dating the craters, astronomers discovered that the Moon, along with our planet, went through a late heavy bombardment about four billion years ago. This event is also known as the Lunar Cataclysm. This interval lasted several hundred millions of years. During it, An unusually large number of asteroids collided with Earth, Mercury, Mars, and Venus. There might be a labyrinth of lava tubes on the Moon. Not long ago, astronomers received the results of an underground lunar topography. They discovered a massive cave under the satellite's surface, about 30 miles long and 60 miles wide the caves likely to be the result of 3-billion-year-old volcanic activity. After streams of lava hardened, they created a thick, hard crust on the outside. But inside, lava kept flowing, melting the rock and forming tunnels and caves. Countless pits in the Moon's surface, discovered by NASA, might be the openings to lava tubes. The Moon's orbit around the Earth isn't a circle. It's an oval That's why the distance between our planet and the satellite varies from over 225,000 miles to more than 250,000 miles. There's very little seismic activity going on inside the Moon, yet many moonquakes caused by our planet's gravitational pull sometimes happen several miles below the surface. After that, tiny cracks and fractures appear in the satellite's surface, and gases escape through them.